0: quick second gonna take a little sip of water man I'm so glad guy created water because if not I'd be dead right now but anyways guess what you got me again <laughs> some of you are rejoicing some of you are lamenting about that either way welcome to our latest episode of crossroads There was a really loud beep in here. It kind of scared me. Anyways, to start over now from the top, welcome to Crossroads. Sweet, no beep. Um, so obviously you got me again. Uh, I'm going to be talking about something a little more uh, a little more interesting. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the story of the prodigal son. Um, if you've been in church for a while, you've probably already heard this story. But uh myself and a few men from from my church went to a uh men's conference called Invincible. Um first off, it was amazing. Let's pull up our scriptures here. We're in Luke 15. Um, you know, I read through the story a lot, especially kinda early on in my faith, because it, it's kinda how I felt. Um But, man, if you get a chance, listen to Pastor Derwin Gray. Um, He is amazing. He's at a transformation church, I believe, in North Carolina. Um, Five-year NFL veteran. uh, Played for the Colts and the Carolina Panthers. Um, Then ended up becoming a pastor. And the first night, he started off talking about this story. Um, I never heard it in the way that he put it. But I think when you really absorb it and understand the context of what's happening, it becomes a more impactful story. So, we we'll pray real quick, and then we're just going to hop right in. Father God, we thank you for uh, giving us this opportunity just to praise your name. Um, thank you for, for the word. Uh, it, it says that all scripture is God-breathed, so no, Lord, we know you want us to hear this so God we give this to you we give up our time to you In Jesus name amen amen so Luke 15 starting at verse 11 he also said a man had two sons the younger of them said to his father father give me the share of the estate I have coming to me so he distribute distributed the assets to them Not many days later, the young son gathered together all he had and traveled to a distant country where he squandered his estate in foolish living. So, some context, because it just sounds like a son asking for for money. Um, Especially when you're younger, that's kind of justifiable. But for the context, in this culture, it was common for the younger generation to wait for the inheritance from the father to go through the firstborn, so basically, it it almost brought shame upon his father because he was like, you know, I know you have this older son, but let let me get some of mine. Let me let let me get my money here. Um, you know, totally usurping the older brother and usurping the father in a way as well. Um, you know, he, the cool thing is you'll see this later on in the story is like. obviously this father loved him like that's a big financial thing to give up a inheritance to somebody while you're still alive Um, and then watch him go off and then come to find out he squandered his his money in foolish living Um, you know I I think it's really easy to go into that foolish living mindset Uh, especially nowadays since we have so much opportunities for pleasure um, I I know for me, I guess my prodigal son time was uh, me just kind of getting engrossed into the snowboarding world. Now snowboarding isn't, it's not a bad thing. Don't get me wrong, but um, it ended up kind of becoming my god, and I gave up everything to get to like a, like a point where I'd be like famous or like making a bunch of money. Um, which is just not realistic. But you know, the thing is, God. You know, uh, God. Praise God. <laughs> but the thing is, grace never forces, and God will let you be a fool if you choose to. The son went off and chose to be a fool, and God allowed that. Um, but here's the thing. Look what it says in uh, chapter 14. Chapter 14. Wow, Tyler verse 16 16 wow whoo i'm off hold on let me get a drink of water i think my brain's starting to smooth out or something all right luke 15 14 after he had spent everything a severe famine struck that country and he had nothing then he went to work for one of the citizens of that country who sent him into the field to feed pigs He longed to eat his fill from the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one would give him anything. You know, the devil will hold you longer than you want and take more than you ever wanted to give. You know, this son didn't didn't see the long-term implications of his actions. Um, And we don't either. I didn't see the long-term implications of you know my choices to be like a risk taker and a daredevil and you know now most likely you know i'm only 28 years old so i have a bit more uh, the pleasure and i haven't yet but i'm probably gonna have arthritis in my shoulder when i'm older that was because i decided to be foolish i decided to risk my health and safety to garner attention um there's a lot there was a lot more happening at that point i dealt with a lot of like depression and like anxiety and didn't know it till a few months ago ADHD um but you know the, the, the devil watches you and he's looking for weakness and if he sees weakness he's going to exploit that weakness um and then you know he'll hold you longer than you want and take more than you ever wanted to give um So, in instances like this, sometimes you need to stay home. Sometimes you just need to stay home. Had this son waited for that inheritance, he would have gotten a little bit older, got a lot more wisdom, and then been able to use that money in a responsible way. You know, God God gives us gifts, and God gives us, you know, certain things that regress we can really enjoy the the thing is it's not to use those things to waste away you know if god blesses you with something he there's a reason behind it and sometimes we can we 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 can almost like cross the wires or like i guess misconstrue what god's trying to do um you know God God's blessed me with a lot of really wonderful things in my life um, you know being alive and uh, being able to share with with you and the uh, absolute wonder of being a pastor as well um, the thing is it's it, it, especially for those who are like planning to go into ministry or are currently in ministry um, the thing is, you don't get lost in your title. Get lost in your call. Um, you know, ultimately, you know, you have the title pastor, or reverend, or bishop, or kind of whatever title happens to come in your denomination or belief, or uh, I don't know. <laughs> Christianity has like forty-two thousand different denominations, so like, you call you call your leaders whatever the heck you want. Um, But ultimately, your leaders are just servants. They're stewards. You know, Jesus is the head of the church. The church was founded upon Christ. And then his disciples went out and shared the word of Jesus. And then churches were made. And then, obviously, the word of God spread around the ends of the earth. Um, But it's because they utilized their gifts. And sometimes they just stopped for a second and rested in what God had already given. So sometimes it's just staying home. Um, Hopping back in. Check this out. When he came to his senses, sometimes God allows you to come back to your senses. Uh, (laughs) Like God God lets you be a fool um, until you realize how wrong you were. I didn't realize how, I guess, off track I went, especially in my own obsession with snowboarding, um, to where I was just, like, a mess after I gave it up. Especially especially something, like, big, like, something you devote, like, a lot of time to. Um, you know, God will allow you to be, be foolish, um, but then he'll allow you to come to your senses and realize, oh, man, I really... I really went off the, tra- the trail on this one, God. Um, verse 17. When he came to a census, he said, How many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food? And here I am dying of hunger. <coughs> Ooh, that, oh, that hurt. <laughs> I'll get up, go to my father, and say to him, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired workers. You know that that's that's desperation. That that's that's rock bottom. Um, I know I hit rock bottom. You uh, know, twenty seventeen, um, where I felt like I just had nothing left. Um, I couldn't go off and hide in some other escape. Like I couldn't I couldn't hide like permanently like on social media or online. I couldn't hide through snowboarding. I had nowhere else to hide um and man i i I wrestled I wrestled with a lot of really bad things um i i it was at a point where I didn't want to be alive anymore um, like it was just rock bottom but the, he, here's the thing about hitting hitting that point and realizing man I really kind of. I really got nothing else. Um, the thing is, especially, we, we don't notice it at times, but God is always there. You know, we say God is omnipresent. It means he's always there. Um, you know, he, he, he waits for us to make a choice to follow him or not. Um, and sometimes we go so far off and you realize man i've really i've really messed up i don't know where to go i'm going to go find my father um man this next verse is exactly what god does for us but while the son was still a long way off his father saw him and was filled with compassion he ran through his arms around his neck and kissed him all right so more context Back in the day, when a son went off, the the village elders would know, like the the leaders of the community. Um, Had they come to find out and the son came back and saw those village elders, they'd break a pot at his feet, symbolizing the broken trust and the broken relationship, and then exile him out of the village. Um, So it's very important that the father did what he did. He saw him and was filled with compassion, and he ran. Because the village elders were probably also looking for him too. So they were, the Scripture doesn't say that, but there's probably a race to get to that son. Either to symbolize the broken relationship that he has, or the father's love. So the father ran with everything he could, and threw his arms around him, and kissed him, and basically said to those village elders, if you want to get to my son, you got to get through me. And that's what God does. He sees us, runs towards us, covers us up like a loving father and says, okay, okay, Satan, if you want to get to my son or daughter, you've got to get through me. And the devil can only flee. And, and that's, that, that's the security that we rest in as believers, is that when we are in trouble whether it be self-induced or otherwise. Father God wraps his arms around us and protects us from whatever may be happening. That, that is the joy we get the rest in. The joy of knowing that this loving father gave up everything, including his own son, so that we would no longer be walking aimlessly. That we would walk into the purpose that he set in our lives and you know I, i talk a lot about purpose but i think that's one of the biggest things that people look for is purpose you know we we all need we all try to figure out why are we alive like why are we alive in this time with all this political strife and even like strife among demographics as well um Here's the thing, you know, that it's off It's such that stuff's awful. I mean, I, I don't think we have to, we have to argue that t- times can be awful at times. That was kind of a run-on sentence, but whatever. I speak how I speak. Um, you know, knowing that there is a loving father who is already looking for us, and already looking to hold us in his arms and protect us, and show us the way that we should live. Um... You know, I've been on both sides of that spectrum. I grew up most of my life not knowing God and then knowing God. Um, when I got to know God, I actually got a lot more confidence, a lot more peace. Um, now, I'm not going to lie, it's wavered at times based on my own, you know, pouring into the relationship. Because, you know, like any relationship, you got to put work in. Relationships are all about work um, you'll have a a lot of amazing moments, um you know, I've seen some wonderful things through, you know through through God, I've seen broken bones healed, I've seen a demon cast out of somebody, which was like, super weird that was was scary, dude (laughs) it's, I definitely kind of jumped in the deep end of that one, um but I've seen lives changed, addictions broken um that's, that's the God who comes around us and protects us if you choose to have that protection though again, you know God will let you be a fool if you want to but I, I I could say having been a fool myself it's just not worth it Um, you know, chasing money is just not worth it chasing you know, the hottest partner isn't worth it Um, trying to be like instagram famous or tiktok famous uh it's just not worth it all, all, all those things i just said are temporary you know think about like memes memes i love looking at memes you know think of the memes that maybe you grew up with and how much they're out of style now you know it's, it's like they're here today and then gone tomorrow or like you know fashion trends like i know <laughs> One of the things I saw a lot of growing up was like, it's surprising for a lot of like, like kids with like, black hair, hair parted across their eye, like like kind of kind like your stereotypical emo kids. Um, that's just not the style anymore. Uh, maybe it is, and I'm just wrong, and I'm out of, <laughs> I'm out of the loop. Which I mean, is going to happen eventually, but I didn't expect it to be this soon. Um, you know, all of these things on earth are temporary, but only God is permanent. Only God is going to last forever. Um, and God's steady. Like, He's. God never changes. Um, you know, I, I say it a lot, but I think it's such a true statement. So, if this Almighty God would create a perfect garden for us to exist in, to walk in step with Him, you know that says something about how much he loves us so if God's nature is never changing if he's always constant what does that mean about God here in 2023 he still loves us that his love never changes for you and me um but you have to make a choice to accept it or not um and and the thing is you know no, no choice is wrong um or I guess no choices. Yeah, no choices wrong. Like you can choose to not follow God, but I, I I'm gonna say this. It, it's it's a risk, but you're not wrong. You know, it's it's a matter of choice. There's no wrong answers and choices. Um, all I can do is advise against that because I know how I was without God, and I was depressed. I had thoughts of you know, not being alive anymore. I would chase after the most temporary of things so that I could, I, I could feel complete in some form of way. Um, and you know, I, I chased after girls. I've chased after like money and fame. Uh, I chased after influence, and ultimately, all of it kind of falls short under the light of God. Um, you know, my my joy is being known in Christ, and I pray that if you don't know, you know, if you don't know Christ and you don't know that, uh, I pray you come to the knowledge of that. Um, but but ultimately, that's your choice. Um, I can only advise. But right, well, we're gonna hop back into into scripture here. So Father comes up, hugs him, kisses him, protects him from the people who want to break that relationship. The so, all right, verse 21. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father told his servants, Quick, bring out the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. And then bring the fan care and slaughter it. And let us celebrate with a feast. Because this son of mine was dead and is alive again he was lost and is found wow this son who just wasted all your money you're gonna give him the best robe a fancy ring new new sandals new you know air nazareth's or something i don't know (laughs) if you want to have some fun just make up like random bible shoe names all I could think of was Eras Nazareth. Um, you know, bring like the best food. Let's have a feast. Like it's time to celebrate. That that's such a dichotomy. Like you wasted a you wasted away everything that I gave you, but I'm going to celebrate. Like you're the best thing on earth. Um, you know you you could you could waste away you know your gifts and talents on meaningless things. You could, you could go so far off, but when God brings, like, when, but when you come to your senses, like the sun did, and actually come back to God, you know, He's not gonna be like, "Oh, where have you been? Where have you been, Tyler?" I just self-inserted there, but you know, where have you been, you? No, what He says is, "Oh my gosh, you're back." Let's celebrate. Um, I I remember the day I gave myself, my my life to the Lord. There was this overwhelming sense sense of joy that came upon me, like it, it wasn't a joy I ever felt before. It was the knowledge of being known. It was the knowledge of knowing I was loved. Now, don't get me wrong. I still had to refine that. Um talked to talked about that process called sanctification. Check out last week's episode for that. Um but man, when when I realized I was found and that I was already loved, you know I'm not gonna say my life took an entire one eighty, but it started going in the right direction. Um and and it's a it's a reason to celebrate. I I uh to see some other people bring their lives to the Lord I worked at a camp and uh, had one of my kids give his life to the Lord Um, it's a beautiful moment because it's almost like you see the change just occur instantaneously to where it's it's almost like they like have a new like kind of glow to them like you see that little sparkle in their eyes Um, it's a really wonderful thing to see when people really get and like hold true to what God is, and who God is, and then realizing that he sent his own son to die for us, so that we would never have to be separated from him again. Um, man, when I came to that knowledge, when, when the Father wrapped his arms around me, that's one of the happiest days of my life. Um, and you know, God's blessed me with some other really happy days, but knowing that I was fully known, that 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 was a moment that I I don't think I'll forget for a very 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 long time. Um, but some people weren't exactly a fan of his coming back. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came near the house, he heard music and dancing, so he summoned one of the servants, questioning what these things meant. Your brother is here, he told him, and your father has slaughtered the fat- van Kaft because he has them back safe and sound. Then he became angry and didn't want to go in. So, in, in some ways, the son is completely justified. Quick water break. You know, it's like, oh, you're welcoming the son who wasted all your money. It's a great idea, dad. Um, and sometimes we can be like that. Like, you'll see the most unlikely person come to the Lord and, like, start praising. It's just like, man, you were cursing out God on, like, Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. Like, who the heck are you? Um, Sometimes we could get, like, sometimes, especially older older Christians, could get a little jaded about, well, like, oh, you're coming to Christ? And I, I, I don't do that. Don't don't be that stupid, um, you know. You know, there's a celebration in heaven when when just one person gives his life over. Um, I, it's got to be a heck of a party up there, man. Uh, when 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 someone comes to the life saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Um, but but check this out. Sometimes sometimes we could be angry about the things that God gives others. But look how the father responds to this older son. Uh, oh no, oh no, where am I? There we go. So his father came out and pleaded with him. But he replied to his father, Look, I have been slaving many years for you, and I have never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me a goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when the son of yours who has devoured your assets with prostitutes, you slaughtered the fat and calf for him? Son, he said to him, you are always with me, and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and rejoice, because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. You know, much like our father, any mistakes we've ever made are thrown away into the sea of God's forgotten memories. God, God, when you repent, you turn away, God forgets them because he doesn't see the sin. He sees Jesus' blood that covers over your sin so that you and me can look as white as snow in his eyes. Um, that's the beauty of living now is that we have Jesus washes away our sins and makes us way to snow. Um, at one point, we're, we're all going to be lost. But man, it is a joy to be found. And much like much like this father who saw his son who had wasted away everything that he had, he still ran with him to, with compassion. He loved him. Regardless of how much money he had spent on Pointless things meaningless things, really dumb things he still chose to love him he still ran with him at compas- with compassion when he saw him um, you know that, that that's that's a story for all of us We can all kind of stray off on the path sometimes e- even, even me I, I stray off the path quite a bit too and you know I've given my life to ministry um, sometimes we kind of miss the mark. Um, sometimes we don't do exactly what God wants us to do but he still walks with us walks with us and runs towards us with compassion um you know that th- that's that's the true nature but you know if we go back to the son here who the older son here who basically just rips into him where he's like oh you devoured your, you know he devoured your assets and you saw the fan calf for him like like you're wasting away your best things on someone who's not going to value it. Um, I, I I, think in there lies the difference between religion and relationship. Religion is the older son who's like, man, he broke the rules. Why are you giving him, you know, everything? And sometimes we could get lost in the, reli- the religious mindset of being like, like to others, like, oh, you know, I saw you when, I, I, I saw you like, Party in Sun, you know, Saturday, but you're here Sunday. What the heck's wrong with that? Um, and sometimes we have to remove the scales off our eyes so that we can see other people who are sinners, just like us. Romans three twenty three says, "For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God." Like no one's perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. Uh, the rest of the pastors aren't perfect. No one's perfect here we're all humans we're all we all make mistakes we're all flawed in some way so so i i i i see it a lot in american church and it just breaks my heart how churches will be so judgmental about people and the way they dress like yes i understand like you know you you should have like you know you shouldn't be like completely dirty but like even Jesus went to those, went to those areas and met people where they were. Um, so, like, like the dress code, or, oh, what translation you use. Like, dude, all English translations have a 99.9% like accuracy rate to the original scrolls. So, like, why, why does it matter what translation you use? Use the translation that, like, helps you understand god's word i know when i started i had a kjv bible like an old school kjv bible from like the 80s i had no idea what it meant i'm like oh we're in john wait there's john in first john like i i had no idea what 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 the books of the bible were because i just read the bible um and you know, some people could have been like, oh my gosh, he's easy like he's in a KJV and doesn't know where he is. Bruh, what are you doing? But nah, my uh my youth pastor showed me like compassion and ended up giving me his Bible that he had since like college. Had all his notes in it and everything. Um, you know, that compassion started to get the wheels turning into me entering into ministry. Um you know, I I always reflect on how I'm I'm showing you know, what being a Christian is. Um, I know I miss the mark sometimes, and for that I'm sorry. Um, but no, I, I I I am a work in progress every single day I'm alive, uh, just like you are. Um, so I'll, I I. I wanna live out this example that the father set, that there's still compassion, that there's still rejoicing when someone makes progress. You know, we're all at different stages here. We all have our own struggles and our own inadequacies and in all of that. But here's the thing Through all of that, whatever you know whatever shade of color it looks like, whatever whatever your your life looks like, God still loves you just the same. He loves you seem because in Scripture it says we are sons and daughters of the living God. So even when we go far away and don't have anything we don't want anything to do with him, when he sees us and he sees us coming back, he runs at us with compassion. Um and I, you know, that, that, that's all I have for you today. But here here's my prayer for you. For whoever's watching or listening to this is that if you're far away from the lord if even if you don't want anything to have with like to do with him i pray that you run towards him with open arms that you know you you let go of your knowledge and have faith that god is there for you um i remember when i had to give up my what what i thought was right to follow who like what God deemed is right. Um it's hard, but I man, it's the best choice I ever made in my life, man. <laughs> it's uh it's just awesome. So I'm gonna pray and then I will send you off to do whatever the heck you need to do. Father God. If you wanna know you. That God, however far we may have veered off the path that you set before us, that you written out before we were ever born. Lord, I pray that you would just lead us back onto that path. That, God, you would embrace us with open arms and take your hand and guide us through this thing called life. I pray our lives would just be filled with purpose and meaning. And, Lord, they would be filled with your compassion and your patience and your mercy. Your mercies are new every day. Help us feel the weight of all that you are. And Lord, even though we may never understand you on this side of heaven, Lord, I pray that we would just seek you with everything we have. That we would not get discouraged when trials and tribulations may come our way. But Lord, that we would just rest in your loving arms. In Jesus' name, amen amen so uh, thank you for uh, watching or listening uh, this upcoming Saturday uh, I'm gonna have the pleasure of having our special guest pastor Larry Parker the senior pastor here at the life church um, I'm really excited for it that man can talk a lot and you know just bring our thoughts to the table and just converse so thank you for watching everybody or listening and we will see you or See you or listen to you? No, that's not the word. We'll, we'll see you later. We'll see you later. And now, I get to shut everything down. And this is, awkward again, awkward time where there's just nothing on the screen except a chair, really comfy chair, by the way, and a table. And then just my disembodied voice. All right, well, catch you on the next episode.